0: How many Tennessee fans do you have here today? Oh, they got beat pretty bad by Alabama yesterday. <laughs> that was the intro to say if you got any kids, now's the time you can take them back to Lori's, our Alabama fan back there. Yeah, I was, uh, I was hoping they would have a little bit more, but they just uh, they couldn't keep up with this. That running back, man, he was fast as lightning. We've been talking about daring faith. Daring faith. What is daring? Adventuresome, audaciously bold. What we are seeing on Sunday nights is clearly... What revival is called. Folks, I don't know if you know it, but this place is in revival. We really are. We're, we're seeing, just last week, we saw knee pain and lethargy just left Jody. Jody came over to my house on Tuesday night, and usually she's dragging from her first two days of work, and she was like the energizer bunny, I'm telling you never seen her like that before Um, my friend Krista had Lyme's disease and and lupus just all the symptoms of those and they're gone completely gone Uh, another friend has scoliosis the spine 21 percent you probably know our Nevena that comes here what we're doing here is we are having we're exercising some daring faith and, and I'm going to kind of recap what, what's been said just so, that, so it's clear in our memory. The faith that we see here, it, God is really pleased. Great job, you all. Because it says here, it's impossible to please him, for he without faith, it's impossible to please him. So what, how do we please him? With faith. Right? With faith. He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We as a body seek, and we as a body will find. And the other thing that we talked about last week is we are a body that, that, uh, that God wants some strong meat. Strong meat belongs to them that are full of age, even those by reason... Of use have their sensors exercised to discern both good and evil. Exercising faith is always being aware that God is there. God awareness. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We walk in the presence of the Lord. He's there with us because we are His temple. When people get around us, they should feel the presence of the Lord, right? We're exercising our senses in that we we don't. uh, We're we're constantly trying to hear what He's saying to us. Sometimes you don't even know what you're doing. There was a last week a time where I sat down at my desk. And I just had this random thought, check how many issues have not been uh, prioritized. And so I went through and I looked at all the issues that I had on my plate at work, and I found three, almost 300 of them that hadn't been prioritized yet. So I wrote an AR, which is an action request to do something about it, which always comes back to me when I write one, I have to do, what, I have to fix whatever, the, I find, which is no problem, but the very next day, I have like five bosses from the corporate office calling me and saying, "Oh, this is good stuff, you know, you you hit right on." And I said, "Why are you guys calling me?" He said, "Well, we just started an initiative, and it was the day I wrote that AR. We started. They started an initiative to clean up those kind of things." And so God puts you in places where you can where you can prosper. He puts you in places where you can start exercising not only for, yeah, he wants to share the gospel, but also to bring you favor and to bring you into places that God wants you to be. Next slide. So I want to kind of recap uh, what we had talked about. Faith is not a mental assent into a stage of knowing have more when God says have faith in God it's not a mental ascent you can't get there mentally it's not in your brain it's not in the carnal remember we're in spiritual places faith is a supernatural revelation a hearing of God faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God The Word of Christ, Romans 10, 17. We are not what we see, think, hear, or feel. We are what the Word of God says we are. That's what we are. So how does does God sound when he talks? He sounds just like the Word. I was telling the folks in Firestarters, it's really, really easy. This Bible looks really thick, but guess how long it takes you to read it? 15 minutes every day. 15 minutes. You can go to CBN.com, they have a Bible reading program. Uverse has a Bible reading program. Just go to any of these Bible readings. Blue Letter Bible has a daily Bible reading it's so easy to read the word and get this get because Jesus is the word he came flesh he came dwelt in us right so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God there is that word hearing there in Romans ten seventeen is the word rhema rhema is hearing a prophetic utterance that that which is or has been uttered by a living voice. If you read John 1, that's logos. The word became or the logos became flesh, the written Word of God. And in this one, faith comes by hearing rhema, rhema by the Word of Christ. They're all connected, Christ and the Word. Rhema is a revelatory word, so Now we know what faith is, how do we use it? What do we do with it? What do we do with what we have? Next slide. Some of us have to to make sure we rekindle the fire. It says, I remind you to kindle afresh the gifts of God, which you, through the laying on of my hands, For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and discipline. Or in another place it says, sound mind in King James. We have to stir up. This morning, I was just feeling just normal, you know, and I don't like that. So I just stirred him up this morning. I was saying, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Back in the back, I was... I I was praying, what do you want to say, Lord? And I felt like there's people here today that have things in their life that are pretty big things. But I felt like the Lord said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I, uh, I read a book, just laugh at it. It really does work. Because when you, when you have uh, a problem that's depressing you, you're on the side of that problem, and you're also on the side of defeat. But when you're on the side of laughing at that, you're saying, God, you're, you can take control of any issue I have, any problem that I have. I'm going to laugh at that, because it's not going to get me down. But this anazoporio is... Stir up. It means to flame, inflame one's mind, strength and zeal. Is the power of God dormant in your life? Inflame yourself. Stir up. I go online every once in a while and listen to one of those coaches' speeches from the past. You know? Those are great. Those guys know how to stir up a team. They know how to Stir you up. That's what you need to do. Read the word. This admonishing or calling of a soundness of mind, self-control. It, God has called us all to action. It's an action word, right? It's an admonishing you or calling you to sound mind that we read before. He has called us to a uh, sound mind not a spirit of timidity, timidity, but of power and love and a discipline and sound mind. So in, in our faith, 1 Corinthians 12, 31 says, earnestly desire the greater gifts, the gifts of the Spirit. And I will show you a still more excellent way. That, that kind of uh, struck me when I read it, that we're going to desire the greater gifts, and we're thinking we're going to get something that's really good, but he says even, even as you earnestly desire these gifts, he's going to still give you even more excellent way than what you're even thinking. He's going to go beyond what you see. But desire is, this, is definitely the spiritual key to receiving anything from God. That zeal is to desire, earnestly pursue, to burn with zeal. I want to make the Holy Spirit is what you, you can't generate this, the Holy Spirit does. So I ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Generate desire. I always pray, Lord, let my desires be your desires and my desires be your desires and then I can do what I want, whatever I desire, because his desires are mine. But the Holy Spirit came in Acts. He said to wait in Jerusalem and don't leave until you come. And the Holy Spirit, I want to make it clear, Holy Spirit is the gift. Holy Spirit is the gift. If you read uh, the first that chapter 12 verse 1, it says, now concerning the spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware or ignorant, chapter uh, 12 verse 1 of Corinthians. The word gifts there is not even in, the, in that translation. It says it really should be translated as now concerning the spiritual. Now concerning the spiritual, the Holy Spirit comes, He fills you, baptizes you in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of a prayer language, with the evidence of power in your, and boldness inside your uh, life, and out of that you become even more spiritual. And, those thing, and you can read in Acts chapter 2, all these uh, verses here is the baptism of the Holy Spirit Acts 2, 4, 8, 15, 10, 45, chapter 19. Believers are supposed to have daring faith, supernatural manifestation of what's inside of them. Now, the disconnect mostly is people think faith, they don't know how to spell faith, right? Faith is spelt R-I-S-K. Did I move on? yeah go ahead next next slide skip my slides sorry skip my move this next slide there you go faith is spelled R-I-S-K I give you a good example and I, and I just saw this last night as I was studying uh, Sean Boltz is walking uh, off the beach in his a swim, shoot, swim shirt, T-shirt, and flip-flops, and the, he walks by this wedding in the hotel, and the Lord says, "Go prophesy to the uh, to the to the uh, bride." Okay, risk. They're both saying, "Wait a minute, look at me. I can't go into this wedding party, and the way I look." But the guy right next to him said, "I feel like we should go talk to that." That bride over there. And so they walk over there and, hey, uh, you look so beautiful, they said. And so then she starts talking to her. She's sitting on, they're taking pictures of her on the steps. And, she, and he said, uh, I felt like the Lord wants me to come by and tell you that you made a good decision, that uh, this is the one. This is the one for you. And, and the decision was right and she started crying and he continued to say this this wedding, this marriage is stronger than anything divorce uh, any problems you have in the future your your bond is stronger in Jesus and she and she continued to weep because she said I've been wondering if I made the right decision she's been wondering because if she should even get married there's been three Her mom's been divorced three times her dad's been married and divorced a couple times and she didn't have a good you know and it was just a blessing of the Lord over this lady was because he took a risk now now me I'm not so good as that I have to admit I mean me and Heinrich went for pizza uh, Friday night and this guy comes out and I knew I had the word of the Lord for him I even said hey Captain America, come on. Uh, and he said, hey, yeah, I like this. Th-, and he walked off, and I didn't pursue him. But I had a word for, for that guy, you know. So I'm still learning myself. I'm not putting you guys out there uh, and not, not beating up on myself sometimes for not taking risk. But God is so good. He, we have to be ready. We need to be ready. So what does daring faith look like? It looks like what's in chapter 12, 1 Corinthians. It's a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, healing, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. But remember, you can't put God in a box. Where are we at, Heinrich? Yeah. You really can't put God in a box, and you can't categorize him into boxes. But this is kind of, I I really feel like Paul wrote these things because he wanted to put some kind of a a description of what would go on when you're spiritual. And uh, really based upon who you are, and your personality is how much you will move in what area. God has given us all special gifts. So exercising your faith in the word of wisdom is a revelation on how to navigate some kind of an issue or situation. It's the wisdom for the the now. It's the wisdom for what we need right now. Holy Spirit gives us a supernatural ability to navigate. Word of knowledge. We've had a lot of word of knowledges in, this, in these far starters. It's just some, You just know something. Otherwise, you wouldn't know. And what does it do? It tells people that God sees them, that he hears them, he sees them, and he also opens up, uses words of knowledge to go deeper into someone's life. I wish Jody Bidwell was here. She, I had, uh, I had two names, and it was the names of her family and friends, and uh, when I said her, I, the Lord just gave me that word of knowledge that about those two names, and we prayed about the issue around those people, right? And that's the way God works sometimes. Supernatural faith is praying for a situation that's out of normal praying for the sick is a lot is part of that but a supernatural a a of the Holy Spirit gives you faith for that one thing prophecy there's times and I believe this is this is like I said you can't put God in a box so prophecy is way bigger than what I'm gonna talk about but it's times when you have a word for the whole group. My prophetic word for the group today was that we are in revival, recognize it, and continue to do what we're doing because we are in a revival. People are getting saved, people are getting healed, people are getting filled, people's are, lives are getting changed, situations are getting turned around. Amazing things. I could go around the room and we would be here the whole hour of telling what God had done for people over these past few weeks. Discerning of spirits. The enemy, and I just through, I want you guys to recognize this, he's like a little airplane flying around trying to land on a hurt, a lie, or a wound. Recognize that. Because immediately you'll feel him because you'll get anger rage you'll get hurt you'll get offended that's that's my 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 res, resistance to that is I'm gonna laugh at that I'm not gonna let him do whatever he's trying to do resist the devil and he'll flee from you so Holy Spirit gives us that discernment of what's going on sometimes word of knowledge discerning of spirits work together what's going on with the issues in this person's life why do they why do they act out a certain way is because is there something that's been landed on that wound, and they have believed a lie about about something I had one guy say I'm never gonna get married again because I've been hurt too many times well that's not what God wants right now yeah, he wants us to be free from all that and so you can it's not it's not as hard as you know it's not super mystical or anything like that it's very natural it's natural to be supernatural tongues and interpretation unknown languages sometimes there's a tongues and interpretation a prayer language is like a gift for the body so when we pray in our closets and we pray in an unknown tongue, we're praying the will of God. When we pray in public, there should be an interpreter. And if you don't have an interpreter, then you shouldn't give the, the, the tongue. But tongues and interpretation is equal to a prophetic word. Okay, next. I think I've got more slides than I've got time. Let me think here. So I'm gonna to have to really go fast here. I really, I didn't think I had that much to say last night when I was doing this. No, but, he does. but the Lord does, yes. Once we have the desire, daring faith requires exercise. And I'm, I'm gonna reiterate this. Exercising your senses to discern both good and evil. What is your testimony? There's a good start. Did you know that your testimony is as good as or equal to a prophetic word? Right? Because what you're saying in your testimony is, this is what God did for me. You can have the same thing I have. And look at what Revelation 19.10 says. I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said, don't do that. I'm a fellow servant of yours and brethren who holds the testimony of Jesus. I hold the testimony of Jesus, what he did in my life. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's pretty cool, huh? That's a, I love that scripture. So even in the Old Testament, we we talked about the Ark of the Covenant, the testimony, uh, the Ark of the testimony. He wanted them to carry around this Ark full of things that were inside of that to remember what God had done for them, taking them through the wilderness. Faith comes when we remember. You remember him, Pastor, saying that last week. Faith comes when we remember. We remember, we, we reiterate that when we testify. Go ahead, next slide. I'm just going to give you a few testimonies here. Because he wants to do this with everyone. I was talking to Rika last night, or night before last. People starving in the mountains where God of Compassion works in Haiti. Rika exercised her faith, she put out feelers. She goes, hey, what's going on? Oh, you know somebody in Haiti? Yes. I, uh, I, I have a daughter who's uh, coordinating helicopter trips from the Army. Boom. She calls Mickey. Mickey sends her the coordinates. The Army gets the coordinates, and the helicopter goes out and feeds them out. That's Holy Spirit putting connections. Right? Amen. Amen. My friend at Publix. This little girl, she's just, she bags my groceries, and because me and her have become friends, she doesn't even ask. She takes my groceries out to the car. You know how most of us say, "Here, here's your groceries." No, not her, because we talk all the way out and all the way back, and I've just been feeding her the word, feeding her God's love, giving my testimony. She says, "Last week, I'm an atheist. That's the reason I don't go to church or anything." And I said, "Well, how did I know so much about you?" how much how the lord revealed some things last time we talked how did i know all that all that you just you just read me you just read me she says no man the holy spirit i even brought her a i even bought her a how to write a book because the lord had told me she's an author she's writing books and so i bought her a how to write a book and so we we just keep talking i just tell her i really love her taking my groceries out Lynette's telling me, okay, she's getting her eye fixed. She's in there witnessing and encouraging people in the doctor's office. He's also, she, he also talked about Heidel, how he's witnessing to people that no one else can touch. These guys, nobody listens to him. These guys don't listen, they don't go to church. They wouldn't darken the door, but Heidel can talk to them. Next. So cell groups. I do want to talk about cell groups because sub cell groups is the wood that stokes the fire right you guys want to get spiritually you want to spiritually grow get into a cell group and work and 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 go through the word with each other encourage each other it just it's like uh, it's like john my son, when he goes to Boy Scouts, and they tell him to put out a fire, they just pull the wood apart. And if they did nothing, it would finally go out because the, because the fire feeds on the fuel from each other. He'll pour some water on it but, and make sure there's no smoke. But that's the way, when you put a f- people together, that stokes the fire. So, whenever you're moving in the gifts and moving in the spiritual, love is the avenue. The prophetic is the vehicle. And Holy Spirit is the power. And the only problem is we have to be willing to travel. And saying all that, you know, 1 Corinthians 13 13 says, faith, hope, love abide but the greatest of these is love. If we have prophecy and know all the mysteries and knowledge, and if you have faith to move a mountain, but you don't have love, you're nothing. How how did all of these miraculous things happen in fire starters and in these cell groups and, and in our lives? It's because we reached out in love, in an avenue of love to touch somebody. God gives us a supernatural love. God is relational. He doesn't want to be by himself. He wants to talk. He wants to. Uh, uh, he wants to wake you up in the middle of the night. How many of these wives keep them up talking? until you say finally they quit talking now i can go to sleep are you guys nobody's ever experienced that i'm the only one ladies like to talk and men they like adventure right and both of those put together gives us what god's plan for our life is But God's purpose is to redeem man. That's what we have to think about. God's purpose is the spiritual and to show man his love. Think about Psalms 139, 17, and 18. It says, How precious are your thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I could count them, they're more than they can number, more than the numbered than the sand, and when I awake, I am still with you. More, God's thoughts for you are more than the number of sand, grains, in the beach. That's a lot. You can't count them. So God wants to communicate his desires, his plans, and his purposes. We've got to get out and do this, folks. We've got to co- t- spread the word. There's a bunch of cards right over there for fall thing. It's real easy to hand them to somebody in the neighborhood. God's plans and purposes, let's communicate it. That the last slide? Okay, good. So today, we're going to do communion. So if everyone will stand.